I V M. Hi, I'm Zarina Poonawala, your peak performance coach, life coach, emotional intelligence practitioner, and NLP practitioner. I'm also the founder of Abzo Expertise Unique, and my organization constantly aims at building leaders across continents. After having worked with so many dynamic business honchos, entrepreneurs, startups, CEOs, management gurus, parents, and student communities worldwide, I am convinced that every individual has unleashed potential, and all we really need to do is realize it. Watch the magic unfold, enhance quality of life, relationships, and professions. On my show, be ready for some riveting conversations with inspirational people, snippets. Stories and much more. So here I am on this exceptional journey to find empowerment and inspiration anywhere I can. Come join me on this breathtaking path of self-realization, potential maximization, positivity, and most of all, embrace your inner power. You are on your way to empowering yourselves. Welcome to the Empowering Series with Zarina Punawala. On today's episode, I'm in conversation with an innovator, creator, interior designer, entrepreneur, and chief imagination officer of Imagination Inc. The beautiful and inspiring Shreya Kolte. Hi, Shreya. Welcome to the show. Hi, Zarina. Thank you for having me here. I'm so glad that uh, we're doing this conversation. I think we've been planning to do it for a little while and it's finally worked out. So yeah, it's all well that works. <laughs> I know. So how's the lockdown treating you, Shreya? Uh, it's actually fun. I'm actually enjoying my time at home with my daughter, with my family and, uh, you know, giving all these different, uh, what we see on Instagram all the time now, all the cooking and the different hobbies, which are, which didn't get that much time earlier. So um, it's a fun phase, but yes, economically and work-wise, it's obviously a little stressful for the entire, you know, country as a whole. Of course. I mean, the fact that we're all getting to spend time at home, but at the end of the day, when you're looking at the bigger picture, things can look a little gloomy, you know. But having said that, you know, you have been somebody who's working in the interior designing space for a while now, right? Yes. And... I love the fact that the organization is called Imagination Inc. So tell us about your journey and how you got to fulfilling your dreams. Um, so my journey actually has been really very eventful, I would say, and very, very exciting. And uh, of course, uh, you know, uh, it's a continuous process of learning and growing throughout the journey, which I think is very, very important, which I have been always alert and, you know, receptive towards. And um, so I was an art major in high school. So mm-hmm. I've always had that eye for details for things like, you know, would always question why are things around in a certain way. And, uh, you know, that really helped me get the creative juices flowing, I would say in a way. So right from uh, when I started interior design, I think in 2015, it was uh, very exciting. Of course, initially, the journey was uh, shaky, like it is for any new company. And uh, it took us almost like, what, two months to get a new client, like the first client. So it was, of course, uh, initially challenging, but uh, super exciting. 
And uh, now we have completed a good 125 plus projects uh, throughout Bombay and Pune. And uh, we have a good team of 18 people. 125 projects? Yes, above 125 projects. That's just a landmark figure. That's smashing. Yeah, it has been a really exciting journey. So we've had like individual clients. We've done show apartments, clubhouses, lobbies, uh, retail store. So it's a fun, fun journey. And uh, you know, the best part about uh, what I personally think about design and about Imagination Inc. is that it, it's not just an interior design company. It's a design company. You know, it's a design house because, uh, you know, when creative people actually sit down to sit and work, we don't think that, okay, I just am limited to these four walls. No, I'm limited to the, you know, to the emotion I bring out of someone who walks into that space. Like that is my aim. So... When we are working on any project, we think of it holistically. And uh, so that's why even the team, if you, sp- you know, when we have anyone in the team who comes into uh, and joins our space, it's not about, oh, how many years of experience do you have in interior design? It's what fresh perspective are you bringing to the table? So that is something which I have always focused on. And that's the journey of Imagination Inc. And I think going forward, also, my vision is to reach out to maximum people providing, uh, you know, art and designer elements. So, you know, I've always focused because I feel that, you know, for a majority of the crowd in India, people think that it's a very aspirational luxury to really have an interior designer do your apartment. You know, it's perceived that way. So I wanted to break that barrier. And, uh, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, know in every home, whether irrespective of the amount you're going to spend on your interiors or how big or small your house is in square foot, it doesn't matter. You can still have designer, artistic elements all around you, you know. And, um, yeah, so that's pretty much the thought process behind it while we are working. So you've always had this... Uh, love for aesthetics and spaces and that's helped your creative juices to flow so that's pretty interesting Um, also I I think you're right about the fact that people do hesitate when they're thinking about getting their space done so when you have faced something like that let's assume with a client who's already imagining that this is going to be uh, a huge hole in the pocket and it's better I just get the house done my way right Right. Uh, how do you convince people to actually look at things from that different perspective where a small or big space and irrespective of the scope of work, uh, any kind of space can actually be beautified and uh, aesthetically look nice. Right. So um, I'll tell you, um, I had actually gone to Central St. Martins in London, uh, University of Arts London for a course in creativity development. So this was a very generic course, like not related purely to interior designing. But it was so, so interesting. I'm not kidding. It actually changed my entire perspective about how you speak to someone and how you, you know, put forward your point in terms of design and art to someone who is not able to relate to it. So uh, that really helped me understand that, you know what, it's not just that, okay, you're, you're just not hiring an interior designer. You're going to be getting something which is, you know, value for money. Because, okay, people in India are hesitant about it. But at the same time, uh, you know, to a certain extent, I feel interior design is a necessity. You do need your mm-hmm. wardrobes and your beds, if nothing extra beyond that. But you need that basics in place. And 
I mean, come on, if you can tell me, if you are a client, if you have to do up your house, where are you going to go get that? Okay, today we have IKEA, you know, that people, maybe that to the younger generation would be a little more keen towards it. Maybe, you know, our parents wouldn't. Mm-hmm. So I think it was very fair for that. And um, in that way, from a business point of view, what we have done is we have kept our method of working with the client very, very transparent. So we make sure that the client is updated right from the start to the end and he walks with us through this journey of designing his home. It's not that, you know, he's, we have designed it and, you know, he just comes one fine day to what is, you know, what a surprise that is. We walk you through the entire process and we babysit you with all the selections and uh, even all our transactions are transparent. So we don't have any hidden costs or hidden fees. So which makes it easier to gain the confidence and the trust of the client. So, you know, that's a differentiating factor as well that we have. I think that's quite delightful. It's almost making me want you to do my space <laughs> up for me now. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's the next step. But that is actually quite convincing. And it's true, if you're taking your client through the process, and you're hip to hip with your client on certain aspects, and in fact, the whole journey of doing up their home, I think you also get very invested into something and create a special bond with people. Because homes are special places. I mean, homes, offices, wherever you're spending most of your time and such important moments of your life. I think those are special spaces. And when somebody is part of that journey with you, I think that makes it even more special. Yes, for sure. And you know what I think, like, you know, when you actually appoint an interior designer or a design company or whoever, you you know, you give that responsibility. It's actually because you trust that person, not just with the work quality or with the finances. It's that you can connect to the person or, you know, they can understand you. And you can connect to the person that, okay, you know what, she understands my requirements and she'll be able to reflect that in my apartment or in my space or in my office. Because if my space doesn't talk my personality, I wouldn't be happy walking through that door every morning. You know what I mean? So absolutely, that is something I think it is very, very important to be able to connect to emotionally as well with, the, with your client and with your interior designer and vice versa. So... Right. So what is it that you guys mainly focus on? So you've told me about uh, how the process goes and what it takes for a client to get on board and what you need to do. But what are the kind of things that you vision or you focus on when you undertake a project? So, you know, once we have a project in hand, like I told you, like first, my aim is to understand the client emotionally. You know, you have a, every client has a set of requirements, you know, I want a fancy house. You have those Pinterest images and board. Okay. You know, I want X, Y, Z. This is how I want my space to look and things like that. But every time it's not really practical. And, uh, you know, people actually doubt the capability of the designer when someone tells them upfront that, okay, you know what, this is not going to be happening. This is just a rendered image. Mm -hmm. It's not actually uh, you know, something which is practical for you to use every day. So what we try to focus on is to try to understand the client and reflect that very positively through technology. So what we have done is that we also use technology to help, uh, you know, we try to make the client understand the use of the space, understand their habits, their emotions, because we have a f- very feedback-based approach. So what I mean by feedback-based approach is like we have a questionnaire that we, you know, send across to every client that okay, you'll realize what your requirements are rather than you just sending us pure images, which you assume 
IR requirements because they visually appeal to you. Mm-hmm. So I think we try to, uh, you know, understand the client and then we focus on the very minute details which a client wouldn't look at and the small, small things. So we've actually, you know, it's amazing, but uh, we've actually had, I'll just share one small example with you. This one client, he was, I think, one of the very first few clients and it's been almost two, three years we've done his house. And it was so nice to hear from him. He actually sat down and wrote a really nice long email to us saying that how there were small storages which we made for him which he did not even ask for. He did not even realize that there could be a storage there. And today he's like, my wife is so happy with the amount of storage we have in the house. He's like, it's something so basic, (laughs) you know. We all need storage, that's basic. But he's like, it's done so beautifully. So it was very nice to, you know, pay attention to the details which clients don't uh, do that. So it's fun to do that, yeah. I know that's interesting also the fact that when you get validated for something that you have done and it has gone unnoticed, at least you think it's going unnoticed and you have been validated for that kind of work or appreciated, it's even more beautiful, I guess. Exactly. So I also know that uh, you have won a lot of awards, of course, with the kind of work. And like I said, you know, it's so convincing to listen to you, Shriya, that I also feel like getting my house done. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm uh, very aware of the fact that you have won many awards and you've got a couple to your name. So uh, tell us about that. How does it feel when, so since we're talking validation, how does it feel when you get recognized for the kind of work you're doing? It's special, of course. It's amazing. I mean, who doesn't love that recognition and, you know, that the fact that someone is actually noticing and appreciating and validating your work is always exciting. So we got the ET Reality Award in uh, 2018 for the best design show flat. So this is my personal favorites. It's in Pune in uh, Pimplainilak. And uh, it's a very, very interesting uh, project. because So, you know, the theme that uh, we had from the developer there was about a global citizen who walks in and who buys this house. And, you know, we had to convince that kind of a personality. So uh, we've actually like, uh, you know, sourced products from uh, all over the world for that particular show flat, like right from your smallest accessories to your furniture. We've had stuff coming in right from Milan and you'll be surprised. I got some beautiful pieces from Sri Lanka too. Wow. So, yeah. So, I mean, all of that pays off and all the effort that you put in. So it's always amazing. And then uh, we also got an award last year in 2019 from Reality Plus for the best design firm. So, that again made it very special for us as the, you know, the whole, t- it motivates the team. It's exciting. It, you know, it helps us gain the trust and the confidence of the clients as well. So it's amazing. I'm really grateful for that also. Having all that recognition and uh, that's such achievement when you start off and people actually recognize you for the kind of work you're doing. I wanted to know this, it's just out of curiosity that, The interior designing space, although undoubtedly has a lot of women entrepreneurs in it, does that still pose as a problem though when you're meeting people and you're slightly fresher in the industry, being a woman and being fresh and new? Um, So actually, I would have a slight uh, mixed opinion on this. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, when you're fresh and young with a lot of new ideas, there are, you know, two set of clients, one set which really loves that fresh perspective and wants to go ahead with those fresh ones, because of course, you're going to be cost effective with amazing ideas and we go all out to execute and, you know, make things happen. 
while the other end of the clientele is someone who wants a more experienced and a tried and tested um, you know person walking into it for them so it really depends on what kind of a perspective you hold but i feel that in this industry um, it's always been a makes and i haven't really faced any such major issue for that but at the same time i feel really empowered when i do what i do because i'm happy about what i'm doing i'm enjoying it i have uh, you know confidence in taking my decisions so i think this gives you the f- sense of empowerment uh, on its own you know you don't really have to go out looking to be empowered and i think the same applies for my team as well because when you know someone is working on a certain project we have of course our brainstorming sessions and stuff but after that it's okay you know you when you're on site there are certain decisions you are empowered to take those you know i cannot um, you know i do decentralize the whole process for the designer as well as for the client so it makes it easier and it's more effective as well so i think that gives all of us in the team a sense of empowerment as well and uh, that is something we've been enjoying and uh, you know working with that so i think that's one thing and another thing since we brought up the topic of empowerment i always keep telling everyone around me and i follow the same that we have to keep educating ourselves you know whether you're a, you know women or a man if you've got the knowledge you've got the know how you've got the confidence there's no one to challenge you there's no stopping you and sky's not even the limit then you know what i mean so i think you have to work smart rather than work hard and you know you have to stay connected with your industry with the experts of your industry and uh, you keep learning and growing and that's the best part about this you know design field that there is no right or wrong way about it so i think yeah that's about it that's really well said shriya i mean you've answered that question quite holistically for me so i'm really happy you <laughs> done that because i think empowerment comes in different ways to different people and one of those things that you can do is constantly keep learning and growing like you mentioned exactly uh, what is it, what is that one project which is really close to your heart or something that's been a favorite um so actually you know very recently we took up a very challenging project it was um i'll be honest it was very scary in the start because when we took that up it was a real challenge to do so the project was to do a complete show apartment in 30 days so wow um, 30 days you know, that's all in in just 30 days and from the start to the end when i say start to the end right from your designing to executing to procuring whatever you need to setting it up doing your photo shoot packing up and leaving from there so right. it was an amazing uh, challenge which we took up but i really enjoyed myself doing that project it's you know by far one of my favoriteest projects and we've done it uh, in pune it's a show residence for a developer I, we uh, did recently it was a four bedroom i think around a 3000 square foot so the biggest achievement for the entire team was the 30 day challenge which we accomplished and uh, of course the client was very very excited and happy about it because he of course didn't expect it so it was amazing i think that's one of my favorite 30 days is a short span to be putting a whole 3000 square foot apartment together I'm definitely guessing a huge challenge you've overcome, or rather enjoyed. Yeah, we've actually enjoyed this. I would say we were scared in the start. One week we were panicking, but then uh, I don't know. I think we're just lucky, and we found this new. I would say a new vehicle for design for our design processes, because mm-hmm. you know this project actually taught us a lot that you know we can 
actually achieve so many other projects in this time span too it's just how you put things together and how you plan things and um, i think that's been a very great achievement for us and we have also uh, set a new high standard for ourselves within the company so and you know there's another approach actually you know i'd like to share with you that we adapted for this uh, particular project was a very output based structure at work so you know for that one month we didn't have any that okay you have to punch in at 9 and you know be out by 6 or anything of that sort it is all depending on your work you finish everything that you need to do in the right time the right quality and that's about it whether you have to work you know late hours or you come in early or whatever you need to do so i think this new method of working has really helped us uh, you know achieve this and make it more special for each one of us because we have our personal flexibilities as well at the same time so i think that's helped us yeah i think this thing you mentioned has to do with uh, your earlier comment on smart work and hard work yeah and right and also the fact that even i'm of the belief that there is a difference between busy people and business people in the world yeah. you can be like all day sitting with your laptops and pretending like you're working really hard and then there are those people who actually are productive even with a couple of hours a day so i think having that kind of an output structure like you've mentioned is pretty uh, it's it's a captivating process to have in an organization especially with with an interior designing organization because that's that helps you to achieve so much more right exactly because uh, you know uh, when uh, a designer is sitting to design uh, you know you can be thinking of a new concept maybe at 10 o'clock at night an idea just strikes you know it's the thought process which you experience as a designer so of course he, uh, there's no speed of creation in this you know i cannot be like you know you have to you know create it's not a machine you know you cannot create you know demand that oh i want 10 designs today it's not good you're not going to get the same output you won't get quality output so you know we luckily um, i would say that we like even me as a, and the entire team we had this luxury of change and my team also took it very well and uh, luckily so you know we have been able to bring about this change with discipline because i think uh, i'm personally a, a very you know pro discipline person so i feel that whatever you do even if there's no structure per se to it there has to be a discipline to it so uh, we've tried to you know make sure we all maintain that and that's how we are you know actually more productive i feel that makes me kind of observe two things about you one that you have great leadership qualities and you have mm. this transformational leadership quality where you know your entire team is with you on uh, that kind of change that's pretty interesting and the other that like they say that success is usually in your daily habits so the fact that you have a disciplined yet creative approach that speaks a lot about the uh, you know the um the kind of treasure you have in terms of leadership skills and characteristic traits and of course running in this whole organization that you're running so kudos to you for that <laughs> thank you thank you so much i mean we all in the industry have to do that eventually i mean there is a hidden leader in each one of us is what i feel it's uh, just how and when you realize and realize your own hidden skills and put them to use and you know exercise that hidden talent right and shreya the fact that leaders in this 
particular times, specifically the crisis that we are undergoing currently, just keeping this scenario in mind, uh, what kind of leadership or what is your suggestion or uh, your take on the markets or the growth in the near future? And what is it that leaders will need to do to keep up the pace? Um, so, you know, on a personal note, uh, I'm a very uh, optimistic person. So I really believe that, you know, with everything happening around us, it is all a part of karma in to a certain extent. And uh, we as humans needed this time at home. The nature needed this time away from us. And that's what we're doing today. And uh, the economy also needs its breathing space in the same way. So, you know, when you're, uh, I feel it's a very good opportunity for us, even as an interior designer, I, you know, had a lot of friends, you know, okay, now what are you going to be? What's the next strategy? How do we adapt? But I feel that, uh, see, interiors is a basic necessity to a certain extent. You still, if if I am living on rent, I need to, you know, move into my new house. I need to do it. I cannot help, you know. I will, of course, delay it by a couple of months, but I have to do it. So now we have, uh, you know, come up with this whole concept of contactless interiors. So we're in contactless interiors. Yes. So that's interesting. Yeah, so we're going to be offering this to all our clients very uh, soon in the by in the next couple of days. It's an opportunity for each one of us because everyone is at home. You have the time because usually with work, you don't get the time to, you know, really spend time on the interiors of your home. But here we're going to be giving you that facility through technology which will be availed and plus we have a lot of factories and you know we where we've taken all the specific safety measures where we will just come and simply install the uh you know furniture and stuff in your house without any you know with minimal interaction so everything right from your uh, 3ds to everything is going to be taken care of in most functional methods and we create a beautiful experience because um I think one very important thing which we have made sure that contactless interiors has not lost is emotion. Because, uh, you know, when you as a client is signing me up as an interior designer, you want to enjoy the process and have an emotional attachment to everything uh, that you're doing and spending every buck on. So we try to make sure that, you know, we have an emotional attachment to it because I feel... uh, that amalgamation of design into emotions is very, very important because, you know, um, I feel the space around you affects your mood, it affects your health, whether it's the design, the the lighting, in every way, it makes an impact. So I feel that's the way forward. People are going to be, you know, there's going to be a lot of working from home. There's going to be, I mean, come on, Sweden and Denmark have been doing it for all their lives for 30 to 32 hours per week. That's all that they work. But there is nothing slacking. I mean, we got IKEA from there. So, you know, my point is it's everything you do has to be, you know, in consideration of what your client wants and do it quickly, you know. So I think, uh, yeah, that's what's going to happen. And the economy will, of course, it's the sentiments of people which has taken a hit more than the economy as a whole. So I guess people will take a couple of months to be out of this sentiment, which is there. But uh, I think for people like us, when all the sentiments are low, it's the best time to rise because there are very few of us who are rising. So I think that's great. That is very well said again. (laughs) <laughs> you are very insightful I mean this conversation is uh, quite captivating for me uh, also yeah. the fact that you mentioned 
contactless interiors with emotions i think that's a brilliant way forward brilliant way forward yeah that it has to be the future i mean for exactly. everything we're doing there right from schools and classes and working out everything's going to happen online now so why not interiors hmm okay so uh, tell us this i mean do you have any any stories or any anecdotes that you would like to share with our listeners anything from a page of your life something that changed you if at all okay so it's going to sound really weird very interesting question i would say but uh, so something has really changed me so what i really enjoy doing in my leisure time is uh, creating a scrapbook okay you don't have to laugh i mean you can you there's no age group for creating a scrapbook but i really enjoy doing that so you know from all the articles that i read online or in magazines and whatever excites me whether it's just a piece of furniture or a glass which is exciting or you know it could be just any anything so i have many cutouts of them and i place them in this scrapbook which i treasure and um, i think that really helped me you know develop myself as a person because um you know when i'm actually working on any new project even before having any thoughts in mind any concept or design style i go through that entire scrapbook and i you know uh, come out of it with some of the other inspiration it could be an article which is probably even 2 years old but it really uh, you know i would say ignites some part of your mind and your creativity so that is something which i really treasure and i feel if you know the the younger kids or the ones in college they have more time and access to these kind of uh, information and knowledge nowadays so if they can all like you know always have your be alert i would say and have your eyes open and if you do that it really makes a difference because it really teaches you to go with the flow and to go with your gut feeling you know and uh, you know because then you don't overthink because something which is uh well researched upon and you're that confident with it you start believing in your own decision you know and you start working towards it come what may with whatever challenges are there then uh, that really i think makes a difference and another motto which i always follow is that it's all in the mind it's a very simple basic line but i think um in every situation in life this uh, you know your our minds are the most strongest uh, influencers of uh, every action or every word that we speak and i think that makes a very big difference so if we are able to you know whether it's a, making a change in your personal life professional life if you made up your mind you've done it i mean you we hear this all the time but how often do we actually implement this you know the the strong uh, use of our mind so i think that is something which uh, is again something very important for each one of us to actually implement in our lives personally as well as professionally yeah like they say you know the mind is a beautiful servant and uh, it's quite a dangerous master so if you have your mind in your control and you know exactly how you want to use it i think you go a long way exactly and- Uh, talking about your scrapbook i think that's very cute and adorable <laughs> it's got this uh, you know old school thought process but like you mentioned i think kids these days must try something like that they're so busy with their laptops and technology they don't put any heart in uh, penning anything down at all or you know just gathering stuff and kind of making something that they've created on their own everything is created on their laptops now so that's an amazing piece of advice actually 
Yeah. So I actually, you know, along with every article or every image that I put up in my scrapbook, there is a small note that what is my thought process at the time of reading this article or sticking this particular image. So even, you know, a little later down the line, when you're going through that, you'd be like, okay, but today I have a different thought process towards the same image or the same article. So, you know, it makes you realize how you grow and evolve with your own thoughts as well as you gain knowledge and as you keep learning. So it's, you know, very important for the next generation also to understand that. Yeah, I couldn't agree more on that one. Uh, You have any other pearls of wisdom you'd like to share with our generation and also the next generation since we're on this topic? Sure. So um, I think uh, another thing which I really swear by is my to-do list. You know, it disciplines my day and uh, it structures it to a certain extent. And you also, you know, the joy of ticking things off that list. It's, I think, uh, exciting for me. I, 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 you know, it's like my target. And I always make sure it's done the previous night. So when I'm sleeping, I know, okay, what am I waking up to? And what is my priority for today? The top two things. And then I get done with them. And, you know, so I think a to-do list is very, very important uh, when you're, you know, doing multiple things it could be a to-do list with your personal targets or or as well as professional targets but it's something that we all must uh, you know cultivate that habit to follow right I I guess it gives you a sense of accomplishment just taking that off or scratching it off your list it just feels really nice doesn't it exactly exactly (laughs) okay so we have come to the end of our conversation today Shriya and you've you've been so empowering all over in the way you've shared your thoughts, the positivity. And like you said, you're an optimistic person. It's it's just so evident in your voice and it's beautiful. So <laughs> thank you. I just want to ask you one last question before we leave. Sure. What is it that empowers you? Okay, so this is a very, very interesting question. I think what empowers me is my travel. Oh, wow. I I really um, you know feel like I'm uh, I have a lot of gratitude for the fact that you know I'm empowered to travel to take my own decisions when I travel around because I think that's the best way you can learn you can get knowledge you can get inspiration you can explore new cultures new uh, societies and uh, so what I usually try and do is revolve all my travel around my design fairs. Mm-hmm. which happened globally. So that also, you know, gives you, uh, see what is uh, empowerment is different to everyone. So what, you know, gives me empowerment is my confidence and in the strength of my decisions that I take. Because very often it happens that, you know, you take a certain decision and then you are, you know, in this uh, regret mode for like a couple of days or years or something. So I I think that I am empowered with the strength of my decisions. When I say that, I mean that I can work towards my decisions and stick to it. And that is because I'm so confident about every decision that I take. And that's purely because I have done my research. I'm traveling. I keep exploring each time I travel, whether it's an adventure trip or just a leisure trip or, you know, for a design fair. It could be any reason to travel. But I think my travel really empowers me with that um, confidence, that courage to go out there and, you know, the world is your stage. Absolutely. That the feeling of taking decisions and making choices, which suit yourself and they have you know the right uh, connotation towards the end 
of whatever goals you're achieving that i think is a power not everybody has and also the power of kind of taking a decision and making it right you have that that's pretty cool actually Yes, because I think in every walk of life, you know, uh, for every smallest decision, you're going to have hundreds of critics there. So, you know, the uh, the responsibility of making even the smallest of decision and standing up against those critics is a big thing. I feel like, you know, that shows your level of confidence. Right. And that is highly empowering as well. So exactly. I want to just kind of sum this up for our listeners in terms of you know go ahead with shreya's very interesting positive attitude and you know optimistic mindset you actually can learn a couple of things especially putting a scrapbook together i love that idea completely <laughs> <laughs> and of course uh, getting your homes done contactless interiors with emotions that's a fantastic other thought and uh, everything that you have said has been extremely intriguing and captivating for all our listeners thank you so much for your time and insight on everything shreya thank you so much zarina it is lovely speaking to you and uh, i had a wonderful time thank you for having me here and i'm looking forward to more interesting conversations and listening to all the different podcasts that you have thank you and i'm pretty sure that when we um, open up and the lockdowns over we probably will have an in studio conversation with you that'd um, be great to know you more yeah lovely <laughs> thanks again and stay tuned guys If you liked this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram.